0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Business Mindset in Minutes. I am your host, Nicole, and for today's episode, we have our very own Reiki master on today, to talk all about the world of Reiki, which I myself actually do not know too much about. So I am very excited to dive into this episode as well. Carrie, thank you for being on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Of course, of course. So as I said, I am really interested to dive into the world of Reiki. Um but before we get into what it is, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you became the Reiki master?
1: Yeah. So it's been kind of a longer journey than it looks like on the surface. So I actually started learning Reiki in the middle of 2020. So right around August is when my Reiki One course started. But I actually had learned that it was a thing back in about 2009, I believe it was. And I sort of looked into it. I sort of tried to find a teacher. And I actually found out that I knew two people local to me um, that taught, but one of them, I just, I didn't really align with him. He was, I'm sure he's a great guy, (laughs) but he's someone from my grade school days. Like we went to grade school together. And while he was never one that I can recall personally making fun of me or anything like that, like I was, I was always the outsider. I was excluded. I was made fun of a lot in grade school. So it was kind of a rough time for me. He's just associated with that period for me. So I'm like, I don't feel like he's the right one for me. And the other woman I knew who I would have loved to have taken Reiki from wasn't teaching at the time. So even though the internet was definitely a thing (laughs) in 2009, obviously, I didn't use it. I think in the way that I would think to use it today, where today I would think like, okay, let me go online and see if I can find a teacher online or something like that. But I didn't think that way back then. So I didn't even do any more research and I just put it to the side and it would occasionally pop into my head like, oh yeah, Reiki. Yeah, that sounded really cool. That's right. I should probably look more into that. And then I would never do anything about it. And then there's the phrase, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So in about May or June of 2020, I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed and my teacher literally appeared to me she was doing a live video in a mutual group that we're in. She was doing some card pulls. Long story short, I wanted a card too, but there were so many people in that group that I didn't get one that day. So I followed her into her group, found out that she also taught Reiki and figured, you know what, this is probably my sign. So I was asking her more questions. She was actually developing her first online Reiki course. She had taught Reiki for many years prior to that, but always in person. So she was developing her first online one at that point. And then to back up just for a brief moment, back in 2009, when I first discovered Reiki, I posted a status on my Facebook saying something to the effect of, you know, this is back when it would say like your name and then you would like fill in. So it would be like, Carrie is interested in (laughs) learning about energy, healing, aura healing, stuff like that. I listed and it was either the day of or the day before I signed up for her Reiki course, that status popped up in my Facebook memories. And I'm like, okay, that's it. You're my teacher. Take my money. Let's go. (laughs) So from there, it's just been a journey of super accelerated spiritual awakening. And actually starting to grow a business for the first time, like for for the first real time, like, I feel like I can actually say like, I have a business. (laughs) So it's, it's been a short journey in that sense, since I just started last year, but it's been a long journey from when I first discovered it. But I think it was divine timing meant to be that way.
0: (laughs) That's so funny how that works, isn't it? I feel like whenever something is meant to be and the timing is right in your life, it will just pop up somewhere and that's how Mm -hmm. you really know it's meant to be. So I love that it happened for you that way. And now you're so passionate about teaching Reiki because you know, it was just meant to be. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what is Reiki and what are the benefits?
1: Yeah. So Reiki is described as universal life force energy. So essentially what happens during a Reiki session is you're not receiving my energy. Like I'm not giving my own personal energy to you. I am a channel. I'm kind of channeling in that universal life force energy through me and then directing it to you. So there's lots of different ways really that you can do the Reiki or focus the Reiki. There's different hand positions that you can use Um, some people like to follow that entire sequence. I personally use the system of just going through and focusing in on the chakras and we have seven main chakras and those are the ones that I end up focusing on and they all relate to different physical areas of your body, different emotional, mental, or spiritual aspects. Um so there's a way to t- take it from this kind of woo thing <laughs> and start talking about how it's actually affecting you in a tangible way that you can feel, see, and understand. Um, and then from there, if someone comes to me and they have something specific going on in a certain area of their body, then I might go into some of those extra hand positions just to give them a little extra focused energy in that area. Um, for example, I do, monthly Reiki in this membership called the back pain lady club. And it's a membership for women who have chronic back pain. So while I go through the shockers and I do that group Reiki session for them, I also will spend some dedicated time on the back, sending energy there. And what we end up doing is I'll go through and everything is always different with every person, every session, Sometimes I see the same symbols come up or the same images. So like, I I kind of know what it means in that respect, but other times something like I've never seen before might happen in somebody's session. So I might see a certain image or a certain something happening within a chakra that I'm like, wow, that's, new. I've never seen that one before, but then we kind of discuss and figure out like what we think it means. Sometimes as I describe what I've seen to that person, even if it might not make sense to me, they'll be like, wait a minute, this just happened to me yesterday with this thing or this person. So that makes a lot of sense. So like we start kind of putting the puzzle pieces together and I'll always go in and I'll tell them afterwards, like when we get done with the session, what I saw, what I felt, what was going on and what that means. Cause I know a lot of people, especially a lot of the people who come to me, they're very new to this as well. So they don't necessarily know what each chakra relates to. So I could say something like, Oh, you know, this happened in your root chakra and blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, wait, (laughs) so, okay. So let's talk about all of the things that the root chakra relates to your sense of security, your sense of safety, your um, stability, finances. Like there's so many different things that it can tie into on all those different levels. And then it just helps to start kind of refocusing your attention. I find a lot of times it's not that when we're going in and we're removing those energy blockages, it's usually stuff that people already know on some level that they need to face up to. (laughs) They maybe have just been avoiding it or hope that they can work around it. And we go into the session and we find out, okay, this is your block. You have to deal with this if you want to move forward from it. So you you don't have to deal with anything if you don't want to, but if you want to move forward, the act of facing up to whatever this block is in your daily life and taking the actions to continue moving that energy on your own after the session is what's going to help you move forward.
0: Wow, okay, wow. that it sounds like Reiki is really all-encompassing. I didn't realize that. Um, so in you saying that, I have a couple questions. Now, yeah. first of all, can you do it online um, over Zoom? and then how does that work? Does that work any differently than in person? And then also, um, I guess I was thinking at the beginning because you mentioned it's about giving energy. But then towards the end, you kind of brought in, you know, um, maybe certain images or visions will pop up in your mind. So I'm curious, um, is it kind of like a a reading at the same time as the giving energy or what are some more details surrounding that? Because, yeah, I'm very new to this and I'm sure some of the people listening are as well.
1: Yeah. So. Your first question about, can you do it online? I'm actually really glad that you asked that because the only way that I have ever given, and even the only way I've ever received Reiki has been online over Zoom or a Facebook Live. (laughs) And the main reason for me, first of all, for receiving the people that I'm connected with who do Reiki, we don't live in the same area. So the only way for us to do that for each other is online. But I just, I actually would love to do an in-person session. I just don't have a space to do so at the moment, so everything has been online. But it's actually a lot easier that way in a sense. Like (laughs) there is no travel time, there's no extra setup, you know. And the person who's receiving the Reiki they can be wherever they want to be. They comfortable in their own bed or in a nice, comfy chair or something like that. So it makes it actually a little more comfortable, I think for everybody involved, especially someone who's new, they don't have to leave an environment that they feel safe and comfortable with. And I have found that even though, like I said, I I don't actually have the experience of having done an in-person session just yet, how powerful these experiences have been over Zoom only tells me that it's, You know, there's no difference online because even without having online accessibility, like say before the internet was a thing, because Reiki has been a thing for a very, very, very long time. Distance Reiki has always been a thing. So someone, you know, here in Wisconsin, we could somehow communicate with each other, whether, you know, we're calling each other or we send a letter and, you know, hey, at this time on this day, I want to send you some Reiki. And then at that time, we both just kind of tune in and I can still send you the regular right There's actually a distance symbol that we can use to send it all the way across the world. So it really doesn't make a difference. Wow. <laughs> and, oh, I, I know there were a lot of questions. So what was the next one? After?
0: Yes. Yes. Um, so the other one was <laughs> regarding the, just how it works, I guess, the logistics. Is it that you see... Um, images or symbols, or is it um, specifically giving energy? Or, yeah, I guess more the fine details of what a session sure. actually looks like for you and what do you see?
1: So, it's been a journey for me, and it's been a journey of learning to trust my intuition. Stop questioning whether something is just my imagination or if it's actually something that I'm receiving as a message. And I'm still on that journey, I feel, but I have come a long way from the beginning. So, one of the first things that my Reiki teacher had us do was closing our eyes, holding our hands kind of close together, but not touching, and starting to focus in and seeing if we could feel like a ball of energy starting to, oh, I feel it right now, <laughs> starting to, um, act up or start to move. Um, if we could feel that energy in between our hands and then slowly trying to expand our hands apart and continue growing that ball of energy. So that first experience, when that first happened to me, that was like, okay, wow, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and Then starting to practice doing Reiki and just trying to tune in and focus in on the different chakras. I don't remember which one happened first, but I want to say I was feeling the energy in my hands from the beginning. So it was kind of like as soon as I would focus in and ask the Reiki to begin, that I would almost like feel my hands turn on, like you feel this heat, you know, and and those same balls of energy kind of in your hands. And from there, the next thing would be to start focusing in on the chakras. And I wouldn't really see much of anything in the beginning. I might feel a little extra energy or a little, you know, feel drawn to move my hand a little bit faster in a circle over certain chakras. And I might, there's different colors associated with each chakra. So I might, I started to see the color. Of the chakra, but I wouldn't really see much of anything else. And then slowly here and there, I would start to maybe see a little something pop up. Um, and then it would just start to expand. Like the more I was able to tune in and the, the less I questioned myself, <laughs> I think the more images I was able to start seeing, for example, one that I like to use because it was not only a fun image but it was also the experience was something that confirmed that I wasn't making it up. So I was practicing with another woman who was in my class. And when I was over her third eye, one of my spirit guides is a fairy that's a whole other story, but (laughs) I saw my fairy going in and it was like she was digging in almost like a treasure chest inside this woman's third eye and like scooping out like this blue glitter, <laughs> just like, you know, arms big, making everything fly everywhere. And I kind of resolved at the beginning of this journey that, okay, whatever I see, however weird it sounds, I'm just going to tell the person who's receiving the Reiki that that's what I saw. Cause that's what I saw. So if, if it means something to them, great. If it doesn't, maybe it will later. I'm just going to tell them and I'm not going to attach any kind of emotion or feel embarrassed about it like it's what I saw so I'm just gonna tell them so I told her and she immediately was like I saw that too I'm like no you didn't yes I did I'm like okay (laughs) like all right I wasn't just making that because that seemed weird like why would I see a fairy scooping glitter out of her third eye but she saw it too And we were not discussing anything during the Reiki session. I told her this afterwards. So it just, it gave me that extra boost of confirmation. And the more I had experiences like that of the people who I was giving Reiki to seeing or feeling the exact same thing that I saw or felt during the session, it just emboldened me and gave me more confidence in what I was seeing. So now... No matter, again, no matter how weird anything is, I'm like, this happened and this is what it is. Like I saw frogs coming out of someone's chakra <laughs> um, recently in a session and oh, I forget what the frogs mean, but I think it was something along the lines of transformation and it, it related exactly to like what she was going through at the moment, which I didn't know until she told me, but. I wasn't able to tune Like, I wouldn't have been able to tell her the exact situation. Like, oh, I sense you're going through this. Like, I'm not quite at that level of intuition (laughs) just yet, but the general sense of things, like I I would be able to help her connect and put those pieces together. And I feel like there was something else I wanted to mention about that. But yeah, it's just been, it's been an ongoing journey of learning to trust myself is the main thing.
0: (laughs) Wow, that really sounds transformational. So in you saying Uh all that, I'm curious, not that I want to get certified, but I'm just curious, um, can anybody go to get certified or do you have to be more spiritual, more in touch with, you know, maybe the spiritual side of you or is, can anybody just go and become, you know, certified in Reiki?
1: Absolutely anybody. Can get certified in Reiki because we all have this ability. It's more that we have become, we've been so taught to trust and lean into the logical side of ourselves, which I don't think there's anything wrong with. But that's, I think, why so many of us don't trust our guts. We don't trust our intuition. We don't know, we can't figure out what our soul's path is supposed to be because we don't tune into that side of us anymore, but it's there. It's just going to take some practice to awaken it. And really the, I think the main thing that it takes is just an openness to the experience. Cause if I don't believe that there would be anyone necessarily who would want to go get certified in Reiki if they didn't already (laughs) feel like they believed in it a little bit. But just that being said, if, if that ever were to happen, you know, it might be a longer or a tougher journey for someone like that to be able to tune in because there's going to be that constant doubt you're going to, you don't think a lot of this is (laughs) BS or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, So it just, it just kind of requires that openness to a new experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So
0: How can Reiki be used to raise your vibration when you're in a lower state?
1: So uh, as far as doing a Reiki session itself, like for for me to do another Reiki session for somebody and help them raise their vibration, there's different areas of the body, the different chakras that relate to different things that could be going on that depending on what the situation is, is going to tell me where I need to focus. So if someone is just in a low state, feeling depressed or sad, you know, struggling with their confidence levels, things like that, I might spend a little extra time on the solar plexus because that is the chakra that deals with all of those emotions. And there's, I can't think of the word that I want. Mom brain right here. <laughs> um, but like crossover, that's the word that I want. There's crossover between certain emotions with different chakras, but like, that would be like my first go-to on what I would focus on for that person. And the solar plexus is kind of right above your belly button and below your heart. And for someone else, you know, the heart chakra is pretty self-explanatory, you know, it's dealing with your feelings of love, -love, self-love, worthiness. Um, so there might be some extra focus on the heart there and removing blockages there. Sometimes it could be, uh, I know I mentioned the root chakra before. So that's dealing with feelings of safety, security, um, anything to do with finances and things relating to the home. So if things are shaky, in any of those areas of your life and that's what's causing you to feel down i would spend some extra time in your root chakra and as far as removing the blocks so that's what i'm doing is i'm going in the first thing i do over each chakra is intentionally remove any stuck energy to get things moving again and flowing again and then i go back in and we're going to fill that all back up specifically with the Reiki energy. So it's a bit of a process to go through <laughs> a couple of times like that, but it's usually when I'm removing. That's when I'm going to see things. So that's when I'll see, you know, maybe a bigger hole or a bigger circle will open up over a certain chakra, or I might see, you know, smoke or something coming out. Um, as if like, okay, this energy is like ready to go. It's, it's dissipating. Um, and then other times I can just tell that there's something more going on in a chakra because I'll be stuck there for a long time. Like I don't move to the next chakra until my intuition tells me that I'm done over the current one. And there, there are occasionally times I'm like, I feel like I've been here for a really long time. Should I move on? And then it's hard for me to like hear the yes or no. (laughs) And that's usually my cue that like, it's not time (laughs) to move yet, but I, I might try. And then there have been times when I felt my hand get drawn back, like, nope, nope, we're not done here yet. Go back. (laughs) Um, so just that simple act for the person of receiving that energy, having me go in and remove the energetic blockages is going to help them raise their vibration um, cause you're just going to come out of it. If nothing else, you're going to come out of it feeling more relaxed at least. Cause you go into a meditative state and you're getting some quiet alone time, which especially for, you know, if you're a mom or just a really busy person, <laughs> you need that time. And we don't always get that time. So just that simple act can be almost like a self-care thing in a way. And then from there, once you have that confirmation of where your blockages are, what your blockages are. And we talk about, you know, what your next steps could or should be to help continue releasing those blocks. Because, you know, once, once I go in after that, it's, it's up to you to continue to take action on removing those blocks. Otherwise things are just going to get restuck. Things are going to fill back in. (laughs) So it can be a constant process. And as much as I want to do reiki for people all the time, I also want people to own their own power and their own responsibility over their lives. So um, taking those action steps and just staying focused on aligning your vibration with what it is that you want. So I say it that way rather than like, oh, try to be high vibe or raise your vibration. Like, even though that's, the phrase that I gave you and the phrase that we're talking about, but when I actually am trying to direct people on what to do, it's more about aligning yourself with the frequency of what you want, because there's, there's no really good or bad or right or wrong. So like being in a lower frequency, isn't a bad thing. It's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with you because you are feeling in that lower state, but it's about making a decision that, you want difference. So that oversimplifies it a little bit. I know, but I have experienced, especially once you're ready to make that change, that simple act of making a decision to change how you're going to act, to change what you're going to do, how you're going to respond to things. Um, you know, your next steps that that simple decision can shift energy so powerfully and make Honest to God, instant changes <laughs> in your life. So something as simple as making a decision can be super powerful.
0: Hmm. Wow. I love that. It sounds really transformational. It sounds like it has the potential to be really life-changing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's been for me. <laughs> and yeah. that's what I hope to continue yeah. to give to all the women who come to me for it. So yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that mission and that purpose. Um, Okay. So, um, how can you find Mm -hmm. your purpose in life? And then how does Reiki come into play with this?
1: So it's been a long journey of spinning my wheels, (laughs) trying to find what my purpose is. And I'm not saying that everyone should go and learn how to do Reiki if that's not what you feel called to do in order to find your purpose. But it was a key thing for me in finding my purpose. And obviously Reiki has become part of my purpose, but it's broader than that. <laughs> I have been, I've, I've been in so many different jobs in my life. I've started so many different side hustles with the intention of trying to grow it into a bigger business. I've done, you know, a bunch of different network marketing companies. I, uh, had other aspirations of, you know, maybe this this might sound weird to some people, but I love writing. I love editing. I am the grammar police. (laughs) So I thought maybe I could be a freelance proofreader because that's actually a thing. Like you can do that for businesses. And, and, you know, I, I don't know that anyone would take me up on it, but I offered multiple times, like, Hey, you want me to proofread your Facebook post (laughs) before you post it? Because your lack of uh, proper oh my God, grammar, not pronunciation, not, uh, punctuation. Good grief. (laughs) I'm smart. I swear (laughs) the lack of proper punctuation is making me Twitch right now. So (laughs) I think we've all seen those people
0: uh, on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And you know what? Just one last thing about that people are always like, oh, it's so mean to point out other people's errors. I'm like, I'm just trying to be helpful. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to help you show up at your best. That's all I want for you. I'm not trying to be mean, (laughs) but I get it. It's fine. Um, but of course, so over all of these years, none of these side hustles ever panned out into anything full-time. And to be honest, even with the Reiki, I'm not at a full-time level myself just yet. However, Once I found Reiki, once I started doing Reiki, offering that as a service that I provide, and then starting to do Oracle card readings, in addition to that, I have seen the most growth. I've made the most connections. I am finally getting people messaging me out of the blue to either tell me their experience with a group Reiki session that I did in my Facebook group, Or asking me questions, you know, like that question about how do I get back in touch with my intuition? I get that a lot from people. And it kind of blows my mind a little bit like, wow, people actually see me as an expert in something and they're coming to me. (laughs) And the reason I'm so blown away by it is not because I don't think I'm an expert in this now, because obviously I've reached master level. So I have to start owning that. (laughs) But In relation to other things that I've done over the years, like, yeah, I have people ask me questions here and there, or, you know, I have a background in fitness as well. Like I'm a certified personal trainer in addition, and I teach group exercise classes and people would ask me fitness related questions, but other things that I would try to do, like I would get no traction you know, or someone would, <laughs> I had this happen so much in the network marketing space where people would come to me and ask me questions and they might even ask me tons of questions. We'd have this long conversation. I'd give them my link and then they would go buy it direct from the company or they would end up buying from another rep. And I'm like, hi, <laughs> we just spent all this time together. Did you, how did you not know that I was a rep for this? But So, you know, it was a long struggle. <laughs> (laughs) in that sense of trying to position myself to find consistency. I struggled a lot in, you know, just to keep on that network marketing thing, because that was the majority of what I did for side hustles, trying to grow that, you know, always trying to find something to talk about, like, okay, what am I going to post about today? I have no idea. What should I say? I got to try to be inspirational and also find a way to tie it back to what I'm selling. And like, it was this, Constant, like, thought process that I would always have to go through. And it just eventually became overwhelming. And that, with getting crickets, not really gaining any traction, would always start to bring me down a little bit. So then I would start to fall off the wagon. And once I started doing the Reiki, I was just kind of in this space of having a knowing on a soul level that I am now doing what I am supposed to be doing. And while I still don't show up every single day with a post or something on social media, I have been more consistent than I ever have been with anything else simply because I'm in that space where I love it so much. I love what I do. I can clearly talk about it forever. (laughs) And I just truly, genuinely... I'm showing up wanting to be of service. Whereas before like, yeah, I did want to help people. I did want to be of service, but there was always that little bit of desperation in the back of like, okay, I got to sell something too. And this time, like, yeah, obviously I want, I want people to come and book Reiki sessions with me, but I don't feel this need to constantly mention that. Like I'm trusting that whatever I'm teaching people about whatever I'm posting about, whatever kind of funny reel that I'm trying to make is going to reach the right people. They're going to resonate with me. And if they're meant to work with me, they're going to look up how to work with me and trusting in that has, I think helped me grow to the point that I'm at right now and make these connections with people where it feels more genuine, that desperation isn't there anymore. (laughs) And I just have that trusting that it's going to keep growing. It's going to keep happening. So I no longer have that pressure on myself of like, okay, they say you got to be here a year from now. Okay. I got to keep doing this for a year and then maybe things will take off. And I'm like, this time it's like, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to be here forever. So this is fine. It'll happen as it's meant to happen.
0: (laughs) That's so important too. And I love that you bring that up. That's so important because that's exactly how it should feel when you're doing something that you love and that you're so passionate about. And then it doesn't even feel like work because you love mm-hmm. diving deeper into it and learning more. And you know, you'll be a forever student of that topic. And it's something that you totally enjoy. And I'm so happy for you that you found something that makes you feel that way because then it becomes, it's not even a job, it's a passion and you want to share it with yeah. everybody.
1: And I that's interesting that you mentioned that because over the years and a lot recently too, for some reason, I've been seeing some people speak out against that idea when people say like, Oh, it gets to be easier. You know, when you love what, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And people like trying to tear that apart. And sometimes I feel like there's phrases and things that we don't need to tear it apart. Like we get it. We know what it means, (laughs) but I do feel like, you know, we can't, Ignore the fact that when you're trying to grow a business, you got to put work into it. But it's like you were saying that there's a, that sense of ease to it where you're not dreading it. I think that's the main thing. Like if you're dreading it, you don't look forward to it. There's parts of it that you just hate so much, but you're like forcing yourself to do it, but it never gets any better. It never gets any easier. <laughs> then I feel like that's a sign that you're not in the space you're supposed to be in. When you, step into something where you have that soul knowing and you feel that sense of ease. And even if there are still pieces that you're like, yeah, I kind of hate doing this, but it's not holding you back. You're not sitting there dreading it, drudging through the work. (laughs) Then that's where I think the idea of it not feeling like work comes in because you happily will show up. It doesn't matter that it's Monday. You will happily show up because you love what you do. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that. It's so important when building and growing a business. Um, So moving it over to, I'm wondering about the business aspect of things and Reiki. Um, Now, if you are, you know, starting out on a new business venture or growing your business, scaling your business, is Reiki something that can also help in that aspect?
1: Oh, absolutely. I have had Women do Reiki sessions with me and immediately tell me afterwards, the first time it happened, I was like blown away. She's like, Oh my God, I know my next steps. Like every like all these downloads just started coming in and I know what I'm supposed to do now. And you know, a lot of times I shouldn't say a lot of times, every time, every time that we're feeling stuck in business, it's usually tied somehow to something else going on in our lives. It's not just about the business itself. There could be something in your relationship that's causing a block for you. And it could be another one of those things, like where I mentioned that people kind of know, even if it's on an unconscious level, what blockages are holding them up and they just don't want to face up to it. (laughs) Something like that could be uncovered. We're like, okay, I need to call in more abundance. I need to align better with money. I, you know, I think, I think my relationship with money is off. And then you figure out like, no, actually it's your, your real relationship (laughs) that you need to deal with because there's something there that's causing you to show up in this way in your business. It could be, you know, inner child healing, something traumatic from your, your childhood or growing up, or even a past life that is holding you back. And I say trauma Not necessarily to mean something big, it could be, of course, but there's like I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but there's like there's big T trauma and then there's also little t trauma. So something like, you know, your mom turning her back and ignoring you when you were trying to say something to her when you were small could have given you the sense that, you know, what you have to say isn't important. So that would be a little t trauma because it wasn't this big grandiose thing, it wasn't something as big or traumatic as abuse or something like that, but it still hurt you and it stuck with you and it's had an effect on how you now show up as a 35 year old, you know, something that happened when you were three could (laughs) definitely affect you. So if we can start putting those puzzle pieces together, (laughs) that can actually release a lot of what's holding you back from growth in your business.
0: Hmm, Interesting. Okay. That's really good to know. Um, that there's always kind of those blockages, especially when starting a business and you may not even realize what they are or that they are blockages. So that's Mm -hmm. amazing to know. So before we tell the audience where they can find you and get more from you and your business online, is there anything else that you want to mention? Any kind of parting words at all that you want to say?
1: I just, I want, kind of want to go back to that idea of finding your purpose. Cause I think I missed one little thing. Cause I was so focused on my story and I want to just point out, cause like I said, like learning Reiki doesn't have to be <laughs> how you find <laughs> your soul's purpose, but like I mentioned with just having that soul, knowing that you're on the right path. And I still get people who would question like, well, how do I know I, I like, cause you have doubted yourself for so long that You really don't know how to trust yourself anymore. So what I would like to say is just to really start to get quiet and tune into yourself, whether that takes something like meditation or, you know, going for a walk outside by yourself or whatever you can do to quiet all the noise, not stop your thoughts, but quiet all the outside noise and Start to go within and just get practice doing that. It may not happen instantly on the first try, but just start doing it more often and take little steps towards trusting your intuition. Like, you know, I feel like I should eat an apple instead of a banana today. Like something little like that literally counts as trusting your intuition. So whichever one you feel guided to, like just start taking those tiny steps to help you get more comfortable taking the bigger steps, trusting your in- intuition about like, okay, should I start this business venture or should I go this way? <laughs> Cause that's going to be a bigger step, but whatever nudges are on your hearts, whatever you feel in your guts, whatever you feel drawn to that question of, you know, if money and time weren't an issue, what would you do with your life? that's probably what you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) And for all the people who question like, okay, well, I want to be an artist or I want to go do this. Like it's not necessarily something that we associate with making big money. (laughs) You can absolutely go and make big money doing anything you want to do. There is room for everyone to follow their soul's purpose. And if you're at all feeling stuck and you're feeling like, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you're probably not. So that is your intuition talking to you. So start listening and start taking those steps. And, oh, I lose my train of thought so much. and I'm sorry. <laughs> so do I. So do I. So no worries. I understand, but oh, that's what I wanted to mention that just as an example to prove that you really can do whatever you want to do and make money doing it. I don't know her personally, but I've heard about her from a business course that I'm a part of a a business academy. It's more, but, um, she makes six figures teaching people how to doodle. No joke. (laughs) So if this woman can make that kind of money teaching doodling. <laughs> I am not knocking it. I think that is so cool. But like, come on, doodling. We would sit there and think like, I know how to doodle. I don't need someone how to teach me how to doodle. And then I found out she was making six figures. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> you can do whatever you are feeling called to do. So go do it.
0: <laughs> wow, that's that's an amazing example. Yeah, and I mean, hey, good for her, honestly. To yeah. Help. That business, but that's a great example of remember that and then just go do whatever it is that you want to do.
1: (laughs) Do the thing.
0: (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Do the thing. That's amazing. So, if people want more from you or are interested in Reiki, where can they find you online?
1: Yeah. So, there's my website, carryjolcala.com, and you'll find everything there right in the menu for uh, how to book a Reiki session how to book an Oracle card reading, and I'll have a few more offerings coming soon. Um, But I won't mention them because I don't have the sales pages up yet. (laughs) But everything will be there as well. And then I also have a podcast myself. It's called The Energy Within. So that's also the link is in my website, but it's also available on any free podcast platform. And I also hang out a lot on Instagram, Carrie underscore Jokala, and then inside my Facebook group, the energy within, which is where I'll also do some group Reiki sessions and I'll show up occasionally to do some live card pulls just to give people a taste of what it's like
0: Amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for giving us so much wisdom today about Reiki. And I feel a lot more informed and I'm sure if you're listening, you do as well. So I really appreciate your time here for enlightening us on everything Reiki, the world of Reiki. And I love your passion. It just shines through that you love what you do.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for being on, Carrie. I really appreciate your time and have an amazing day.
1: Thanks, you too.